Good morning, Armor Insiders. Let's get to the morning meeting. Thanks for joining me. I'm going to drill down into some stock market thoughts, big picture stuff, stocks that we're buying, some things that um, we're focused on, uh, changes made to the portfolio. So as always, you're the portfolio manager on the desk joining me for the morning meeting before the market opens, figure out your risk tolerance, your goals, and then execute um, the strategy that you've created. Be the smart money, okay? So uh, let's dive right in. Um, first thing to look at is the um, weighted indexes versus the equally weighted. So we booked some profits up in here last week and started rotating money into the uh, equally weighted and smaller cap indexes, right? So as the NASDAQ pulls back, it's totally normal. The leadership started this rally with an unbelievable move higher. Now it consolidates at the highs of the year and money starts to flow over here into small caps where we took a position um, on Friday and it exploded Friday and then added to it uh, yesterday. You can also look at the mid caps. Mid caps are exploding higher. You can look at the equally weighted S&P. Equally weighted S&P is going higher. So um, you can look at the Dow. The industrials are blowing out. Okay, so this is normal bull market stuff. It looks great. Um, and, and so, you know, my message um, today, first of all, is to really think about what your stops are all about. Stop losses are designed to not only protect capital, but also uh, um, maximize your returns in a bull market. The biggest thing you got to think about in this market and in every bull market rally is opportunity cost of money. Opportunity cost of money. I, I cannot sit in investments that are hitting stops and underperforming. I've got so many names I want to invest in. So try to change a little bit. Try to change your perspective. Okay, I'm looking at gold right now. GDX is an example. Try to change your perspective. I'm looking at silver, for instance. Okay, try to change your perspective when it comes to stop losses. This is really my, my overarching thought for today's action. As you're an investor and you're building your own portfolio and you're, you're a money manager, you got to think about the opportunity cost of money and how you view stops. Most people are comfortable losing money and they can't stand success. So they ride their losers down and they sell their winners too soon. Stop losses are designed to help you fight that problem. And the reason if you have the problem, the reason you have it is that you let your ego get in the way. Ego has nothing to do with investing. I don't care if I come on here and tell you that I think the greatest move is about to come and I just bought XYZ stock or precious metals or whatever. And the very next day I get stopped out. I'll come on here and say, hey, I'm out. My ego's got nothing to do with it. And if I can do that while talking to you and everybody else I speak with, I mean, I run money and I've been doing that for over 30 years. If I can do that, if I can get my ego out of the way and say, hey, Trade was on, hit the stop, I'm out, and this is where I'm going. You can definitely do it. Nobody knows. It's only you looking in the mirror. Ego has no place in running money. I view stops. I welcome stops. I love stops. 
stock gets hit, frees up cash for me to redirect it where the strength is so I can maximize my returns. It's an opportunity cost of money thing. So changes to the portfolio, silver out, precious metals mining stocks out, still own gold because gold hasn't hit the stop yet. Gold goes lower, I'll sell gold. Okay, gold's still above the stop. So holding spot physical gold. And what we're doing is we're making room for where money's rotating, right? Money's rotating into small cap growth stocks, into innovative growth stocks. ARC Innovation, I use ARC as an example just because it's a quick way to look at innovation. Innovation is ripping higher. And I suspect that will continue. That's where our outperformance is going to come from. Okay, so what are the top, top stocks on my list that I may be adding to the portfolio now that I've, I've been able to create some cash because some stops were hit, which I love. You, you got to learn to love your stops, not hate them. They free you up from an anvil around your neck of, a, of an investment not working, and it allows you to put new capital to work. Here are three examples, okay? I'm looking to put money into um, UiPath as it breaks this massive, you know, um, consolidation going back a couple of years, okay, on that earnings announcement. So um, it, it, the stop is tight. It's that green line. Comes back down, I'm out, and I'll look for a different pattern. But I suspect this may, um, uh, may, may build a tight pattern up here and then break out, or it might just keep walking up. That earnings announcement was pretty stellar. And it's a, a dramatic change for the company. And so there's the huge down, uh, the base that's gone on since, what is that? Um, April, 2022, and it's coming out here. And we put that right next to our IOT uh, position, which is this great cup and handle we talked about before. They both blew out on earnings. They're AI niche companies. They dominate a niche, revenue ramping, all this kind of stuff. These are the stocks I want in the portfolio, okay? Airbnb. I'm looking for my entry point into Airbnb. Friday was a great day. Yesterday it pulled back. I'm somewhere in here, I'd like to own Airbnb and put that right next to our Uber position, which blew out as they added it to the S&P 500. Stop gets raised on that. Very often when a stock gets added to the S&P, the rally's over and it comes back down. So we'll book a profit there if it comes down. If it builds a base up here, then we'll stay with it. Okay. And for the first time in a long time, I'm back on uh, MSOS. I may be long the stock. I might, I don't know what I'm going to do here. That chart pattern deserves a little attention. And I've been saying to you guys that as this bull market matures, concept stocks will come back into vogue. Concept investments, cryptocurrencies, concept stocks. There's no more concept stock than cannabis. It's just a concept right now. They can't get it right in the federal level. If they ever do, and we're in the right market, those things can fly. So um, I might own some calls that are out of the money that go out to 2025 and just leave them in my portfolio. So the day they skyrocket on piece of news in a good market, I'll have some exposure and I can start building on that. I may have for those portfolios I run where I don't buy options, I might put on a small piece of, of MSOS down here and then look to build it on success. 
So those are three ideas at the top of my whiteboard. You call them stocks to watch, stocks to buy, anything like that, that you want to call them. All right, moving on. Um, oh, oh, one more thing. You know, I, I was doing some work here on um, ARKQ. And I, I really think, uh, oops, ARKQ. I really like this autonomous tech uh, um, ETF from ARK. First of all, you can see why I like it, right? Broke the Fibonacci fan sequence on the downside. So a new trend is in place. The new trend is an uptrend and we can draw it like this. So now we can start looking for the uptrend to accelerate. Okay. And this is the breakout week. When I look inside here, there's a couple of stocks that I really like that are in the top 10 in this portfolio. Kratos is one of them and it's breaking out as you can see. And AVAV is another one as it's breaking out as you can see. There's a lot of interesting stocks. ARCH. I haven't done a lot of work on this. Whoop, that's not the one. Um, ACRH. Is that what it is? ACHR, maybe. That's last last chance. Yeah, Archer. Archer Aviation. Looks pretty interesting. Breaking out of a base in here. These are top 10 names in ARKQ. And I really like this idea. So um, you may find that in my portfolio as well, right next to ARK Innovation and ARC Genomic, okay? So um, in portfolios where I don't buy individual stocks, where I want no individual stock risk, I run them more conservatively, um, you'll, might, you might see some of these ARC funds in that portfolio. All right. Um, real quick, moving on here, trying to get everything in. So we see small caps that are blowing out. Just wanted to give you a a heads up here. It looks like KRE. This is the stock chart of the day. Stock chart of the day is KRE. Now, this was where all of the destruction was this year, earlier this year, right? Fears of, you know, financial crisis 2.0. It seems to be gone. The downtrend is about to be broken. And the, and the double bottom base that's forming looks pretty solid. And so what's driving small caps 14, no, 15% of the small cap index are small cap regional banks. And this is about to blow out and break the downtrend. KRE just popped above the 200 moving averages. It's been in an uptrend for the last month. That looks pretty interesting. And I don't know, I, I don't get it. I'm never going to make money in home building stocks, okay? We were short in here and we made, I shouldn't say that. I take that back. We made money short home builders. I just won't make it long and I don't get the business. I don't get it. All right. But they're up about 21, 22% off the low, which is amazing. And it goes hand in hand with KRE. And these are things that are driving small caps. So the market is broadening out. Maybe this is some of the reason for it. You could look at some economic numbers that have been coming out. Core factory orders, new factory orders. Um, financial conditions, leading financial conditions. All of these things are coming down and contracting. And what you're seeing here and what you're seeing from the stock market is probably more rate uh, uh, rate peak cries. So very curious to see what happens on Friday with the non-farm payroll number. Is it another miss? Because if it is, what we've got cooking here is a rally based on the fact that the economy is slowing down and the Fed has hit peak interest rates. 
So I need to keep looking for ideas for the Armor Dividend Portfolio because uh, I really want to fill that portfolio out. If if that march towards lower rates is continuing, we can put some interesting names in the portfolio. We have AMLP and AT&T and Verizon. We can have some more, pick up some high yields um, and, and have our principal go higher as well, which is you know the idea of a, of a, of a, a dividend portfolio. So I wanted to say this one thing. This is very important to me. I had a conversation with an Armour Insider uh, last night, and I've had, I've had many. I mean, I, I, I chat with you guys all the time, and you, my door is always open. So as an Armour Insider, feel free to pick up the phone, call me if you want to talk something through. And I always share with you that there's three styles of management. I day trade triple the S&P. We swing trade double the S&P, NASDAQ, small caps. Um, and, and then we have our special, special situations fund where we're buying individual names, which is more aggressive. Do you know what I'm saying? So then I say to you, I use all three of these in my portfolio. It really depends on the amount of capital you're running. In my opinion, when it comes to using the armor report as a way to run money. I want to make this very clear. Your portfolio in all likelihood should not, will not look like mine. Okay. You need to set up a portfolio that works for you. Example, if you're running $10,000, splitting the 10,000 into three separate strategies is not the way I would do it. If that's your fun money, you look at your 401k, that's my safe money. I'm going to start a portfolio of 10,000, 50,000, even 100,000. And that's what I want to invest. Okay. I would not be splitting that into three separate endeavors or four. That's not a portfolio, for instance, let's say for dividend stocks. I mean, that's what your safe 401k money is for, right? If you're starting an equity portfolio and you want to create growth, then that's a growth portfolio. And I guess this is my point of the conversation. If you need me to work with you and talk through what really is your goal, my door is open. Give me a call. We could talk about it. Happy to share with you. Happy to share 30 plus years of experience running money for all different kinds of people. Okay. If you're running over a million dollars, and that's your primary portfolio. And that's where all your capital is, let's say. 5 million, 10 million. We have insiders that are doing that. Those are the portfolios where I'd say, hey, I have three separate, maybe four separate strategies. And I break the capital into literally four separate uh, um, um, portfolios. Interactive brokers is great. You could take one portfolio and split it into five and run separate disciplines. But that's if you're running a large amount of capital and it's the entirety of what you're doing. Okay. If you're running a smaller amount of capital and then you step back and say, oh, I've got a 401k, I've got rollover IRA that I'm you know, I, I own whatever the S and P index, I don't know, whatever you have to, 
then say, okay, the, the capital I'm using and I'm working with the arm report to help direct risk monitor goes green. What do I do? You really have to understand what type of capital that is. Is that your risk capital? Well, then the special situations portfolio is what you should focus on because that's where the risk and reward is. That's where the risk is, but there's big reward. Risk monitor goes green. You fill out the portfolio of special situations. That's what the title of that armor fund is. If you're conservative and and what speaks to you is day trading the index while carrying 5.5% treasury bills, then you do that with the whole portfolio and you get really good at that. Do you see what I'm saying? It depends on what you're trying to do. And, and, I, and I think everybody's got to figure this out for themselves. But like I said, if you need a sounding board, I'm happy to do it for you. Because after that conversation last night, I realized, and so did the Armour Insider, that, that the, the approach was not aligned with the goal of that portfolio. And you really got to start there before you start building portfolios. Okay. So I'll help you walk through that if you want. Um, last thing before we go. Um, you know what? I think we're going to wrap it up right there. And I'll talk to you guys in the trading desk. We wanted to go over a new strategy with you that we're layering on top of our day trading strategy for the S&P. And I spoke about it a bit yesterday in the Slack room. And we can, you know, and on the live stream, which will start at 930. So if you want to. If you're, if you're going to be day trading the S&P with me, and we trade triple the S&P, SPXL, um, we're layering on top another strategy to really help us only trade our highest probability entry points and what I like to call smart trading, not day trading. So we'll cover that again in the, um, in the live stream that will start at 930. Everybody else, have a wonderful day investing, trading. Thanks for spending time this morning with me. Uh, and at the end of this um, a conversation, I always want you to think to yourself, you are the smart money. Figure out your strategy and execute it. Have a great session, guys.